It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. Says, urgent question about constipation or bloating in the body. A family member just got back from traveling for two weeks and only pooped, (laughs) for lack of a better word, uh, only pooped five times in two weeks. Now, now they're feeling sick and have a bad headache. They got two negative COVID tests, by the way. So she says, my housemate also has been struggling with this for a long time, by the way. I can only guess that Dale will say, what is she stuffing or not dealing with? But I believe it's deeper than that with trauma and fear since she suffers from anxiety. She's always been scared to go number two in public restrooms or around other people. I wonder if there's something about fear involved Um, Any feedback on being constipated or bloating in this regard? Yes. Uh, Well, yes, I would say what you already thought I would say on it. But in addition to that, um, the the colon has to do with letting go. So, I mean, just just think about it, right? The whole large intestine is all about letting go of that of which is no longer serving. I actually have a quote of that in my book being called to change. In fact, I'm very specific. In fact, I even took some uh, criticism around why did I talk about the colon in my book and why did I talk about this? And I made it very clear. I I welcome the criticism because obviously, again, those that were criticizing me, they didn't understand. They understand that the colon in your body, the large intestine, it's the one organ that it's all about letting go of that of which is no longer serving you, <laughs> right? That's what it's about. And so, so yes, this is directly connected to the way the person's living their life. In fact, I even share a personal story, uh, not so much with me, but with somebody who was very dear to me, who, and I even share uh, how he left this planet in, in the book because he was not good at letting go at all all the way to his last breath. He was not good at letting go of that of which was no longer working in his life and so on. And so now that's a more extreme situation because he took that all the way to his his last breath. And there he was still hanging on, hanging on. He just couldn't let go. And so this is about letting go. Now, more specifically, it's also about identifying what it is we're to be letting go of. So now you said something about, you know, she doesn't feel safe or she's really afraid, I think you said. Um, and so, of course, the, the, there's two things here. When I'm not letting go properly, it really is because I'm afraid. And the most obvious thing I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of letting go. I'm afraid of letting go of whatever it is that's not working. Now, I might, not, I might not see it that way. I might just see it as, no, I can't even see that this thing or this relationship is not working. I can't see that. All I know is I can't let that go because I'm too afraid of letting that go. And so 
you know, when it comes to uh, having a good poop, if you will, is that, um, you know, think about it. When somebody has a really, we'll say, successful, smooth, productive bowel movement, um, I mean, are they all uptight? Are they hanging on to a bunch of stuff? Are they, you know, clinging on? Or is it possible that they're a little more relaxed and they're a little more in that state of letting go? And in other words, not that they're perfect, not that they're completely there yet, but at least they're in that place where they're not hanging on with their grips. Somebody that has a problem letting go, I assure you, this person has their hands literally gripped on to the control sticks of their life. And they're hanging on for dear life. They won't let go of anything. And when I don't let go of anything, it's a question of time that will manifest its like into that of my large intestine. It must. It must go there because the large intestine, again, is all about letting go, eliminating that stuff, that material that's no longer serving, you see. And so in order to assist her, um, you know, there's a couple different approaches, obviously, and both are equally important. One is on a physical level, uh, she needs to do something that opens up that channel because it's not healthy to not be going to the bathroom to have a full and rich bowel movement. That is not healthy. That if we're constipated, I mean, it's one thing to be constipated for a couple of days. It's nothing to be constipated for five or six, seven days at a time. That is not healthy. And if that turns into a pattern over time, that person's going to end up at the very least with some serious health problems. Because that toxic waste that's in there is not being released properly. It's going to come back into the system. It's going to make its way back in. Uh, or it's going to really affect the colon. It can go after the colon, the inner, the inner lining of the colon, then cause all kinds of problems in there. Uh, just go ask any colon expert, any colon therapist. They'll, they'll be happy to share with you the problems that this can cause over time. Maybe not right away, but over time. So for her, even though I, I, I do not know of who it is you're speaking of right now, but I do know, because I've obviously dealt with this with a number of people throughout the years. Um, number one, you got to do something to get your body open enough to where you are releasing. So around that, you could do, you know, a good sea salt water flush. You could, uh, if you do have access to a really good colon therapist, go spend some time with a good colon therapist. Um, or you can go on some kind of a cleanse as in a colon cleanse. Uh, there's some good colon cleanses on the market right now. Uh, you know, go after a mild one, not a strong one. Not when you're this backed up. Just go after a real mild one, but just something to get it moving. So that's on a physical level. Uh, check her water intake. Clearly, when the colon starts to back up, there's always uh, dehydration. The body is not hydrated properly. And so, and the colon, just so you know, the colon really requires a lot of hydration in order for it to perform its function naturally or organically. So for those of us that are really limited with our water intake, or for those of us that don't absorb water really well, because there's some of you, or some of us, let me put it that way, some of us that don't absorb the water well, they end up with water retention. That means they're not absorbing the water. 
So what's going to happen is even though it looks like they're drinking a lot of water, so again, everything looks good on the outside, but on the inside, their body is suffering because they're not hydrating properly, even though they're drinking five glasses of water a day. But the water is not being absorbed properly into the cells to where it can go and feed the body, in this case, uh, the large intestine, because that large intestine, it needs a certain amount of water to be able to perform its function or a certain amount of hydration in order to perform its function or otherwise things are gonna get dry. They're gonna get dry and it's gonna hurt and really hurt. And it can cause all kinds of problems in there as I already suggested. So those are a couple areas that you can maybe suggest for her to consider. That's on a physical level. Now, yes, on an energetic level, we gotta talk about the energetics because that's where it's all being caused from for the reasons I just said. The colon is very specific energetically to what, why it's there. And so if the, again, everything always comes back to the way I live my life. Everything does. That's one of my biggest messages in the Living Authentically series for the world to take in at some point, whether I'm on this planet or at some point when I'm no longer even on the planet anymore. Because until we get this, until we really get this, that the body, the body is a manifestation it's a condensation of our consciousness. So the way I live my life, over time, my body will literally follow that lead. If I want a different body, at some point, I've got to start looking at the way that I'm living my life. So if the way I'm living my life is I'm worshiping my fears, and in fact, if you haven't already done this, I would suggest get a copy of my book being called The Change. This would be the perfect book for your friend to read. It'd be the perfect book for her to not only read, but then for her to get on the telephone with you and the two of you talk about the different chapters while she's, maybe you can read the chapter with her. Maybe you can read it together and really go to work because in the book, for example, there's a whole chapter on the colon in there around what I just shared. So boy, that, that could really open up some great conversation between the two of you where you might be able to actually assist her in this regard. But then there's another chapter that would be equally important to dive into, and that's that chapter on the, uh, the six different strategies that we use more so unconsciously, at least five of the strategies that we use unconsciously. For example, one of those strategies uh, that we use in there is we uh, worship we worship our emotional energy. Now, again, this is all unconscious. And until you become conscious of it, if that's what you're doing is worshiping your emotional energy, then you're just going to keep on worshiping your emotional energy. That's all that's going to happen. And you're going to make your situation worse. Well, I can tell you already in advance, when somebody's got a backed up colon, when somebody's got a serious problem with constipation, it's, there's a lot of fear in there. There's a lot of fear. And more specifically, and not that this is the only fear, but one of the driving fears is the fear of letting go because of what it implies. So what happens, one of those strategies that's used unconsciously is to now worship the fear. I know this sounds strange. Why would anybody worship their fear? Again, I've been at this for a long, long time. I've seen it over and over again with hundreds upon hundreds of people where they literally worship their own fear. And in all fairness to at least most of them, when they first learn about this, they're shocked. 
They're absolutely shocked that they even do this because it was all unconscious. But what happens is when I'm worshiping my fear, that's one of the ways in how I keep my fear intact. That's how I solidify the fear. That's how I secure the fear. In other words, now for sure, I'm not going to let go of the fear because my whole focus is on strengthening the fear. Now, I don't know this is what I'm doing consciously, but unconsciously, I'm worshiping the fear. I've literally made my fear my God. I've literally made my fear my master. I'm not getting to the fear. I'm letting the fear get to me. I'm letting the fear take over me. That's what happens when you worship your emotional energy. Over time, that emotional energy, it's going to come knocking on your doorstep. And when it comes knocking on your doorstep, you're going to be quite shocked as to how much emotional energy has accumulated over time of practicing this strategy, unconsciously, mind you, but practicing this strategy of worshiping my emotional energy. And so, again, boy, that could be really helpful and beneficial. The two of you could even have some fun with it. It could all be done over the telephone or over via Skype or Zoom call. She has a copy of the book. You have a copy of the book. And you specifically go after it in a way where you're helping her to become conscious. You're helping her to become aware. You're helping her to maybe just reflect and then even reconsider how she's showing up here. And so in that, she starts doing something productively on a physical level, as in that sea salt water flush, or as in some kind of a colon, mild colon, a colon cleanse, or, or, and shall I say, she's also learning about where's this really coming from? Because if she goes to, say, for example, a colon therapist, there's a good chance that, especially a real good quality colon therapist that really knows what they're doing. Um, and there are those that really know what they're doing. And there are those that don't. They're, it's like coaches. There are some coaches that really know what they're doing. And there are other coaches, they just haven't, they haven't gotten enough training yet. They really don't know what they're doing. And especially when a situation is a little more complex like this. But if she was to find a real good quality colon therapist and go in to uh, take care of it that way. So she's going to get a relief. There's no doubt about it because a good quality colon therapist will help to start to move that help to break that physical constipation. But please know that if she doesn't get to what we just, what I just spoke on here, if she doesn't get to that, it's all going to come back. The entire thing is all going to just return. It's going to re-manifest. The problem is when it comes back, if she doesn't get to it, when it comes back, it's going to come back with a little more of a oomph, let's say. In other words, it's going to be stronger when it comes back. And the reason why is because the energy feels like it's been slapped in the face yet again. In other words, the energy that's ultimately causing the constipation, as in this position that she's taken to hold her fear in place, her fear of letting go because of what it implies, that if, she's con if she continues on with that, and then her only way of dealing with this is maybe go do a colon cleanse of some kind and she gets a little bit of relief, all of what I just mentioned, it's all going to come back. It's just when it comes back, it's going to come back a little stronger than what it already was. And so please, and that's why I'm, I'm strongly suggesting here that you do get a copy of that book. 
I mean, it's only $20 or $22 or $18, whatever Amazon's selling it for. Um, whatever it is, boy, that would be a good investment. And especially if she's willing to join you and you're willing to join her in having these types of conversations via the phone, via Skype, via the Zoom, uh, however it is you guys are going to connect, or even if you're in person, to do this in person, um, that in itself could at least potentially be of great assistance to her to help raise her awareness so that it gives her something to reconsider here. Like, oh my gosh. And especially if she comes back to you and says to you, like, wow, this is making so much sense. I didn't even know any of this stuff. In other words, she starts to get a little bit hopeful or a little bit excited uh, around the possibility of really taking a deeper dive into this and learning more about this so that not only can she um, clear up her current uh, constipation, but more specifically, heal it up to where constipation becomes a thing of her past. So Dale, I went and got the book while you were talking <laughs> right here. Chapter 10, Body Sensations, Internal Cleansing. There's a whole section on poop. <laughs> poop is a good thing <laughs> i knew we were going to get around to talking about poop this is a recurring topic with <laughs> oh i i know with some people like oh that's so gross well hey i've been around people that get really jammed up and i got to tell you when people get really jammed up and it causes all kinds of health problems and they're now in the hospital hanging on for their life come on we got to start talking about the poop and <laughs> Because what's going on, it's all backed up and it's causing all of these extra problems that, again, if, if you do read the book, I would call those problems unnecessary problems, meaning if you really knew what was going on, you could correct all this and you wouldn't have to experience all those extra problems. You're still going to have to deal with the original problem. Whatever the original problem is, you're still going to have to go after that, right? And as Amanda says, I love that too, everybody poops. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody poops. <laughs> it's true. Well, we're glad that you took the time. And, you know, the whole book is about letting go, but there is a lot devoted throughout. Obviously, Dell has this whole section on the body language, what's going on with your body. And as we know now, a happy, a healthy colon is a happy colon. So get your friend the book. Highly recommend it. Yes. <laughs> All right, yes. Dell. Thank you so much. And thanks for the great question. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a that was another good one there, too. Very good. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you. 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at dalehalawaycom forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.